Hi everybody and welcome to Growth Week. This is a monthly week-long conversation that is aimed at helping you grow intentionally in every aspect of your life. So wherever you find yourself today, this podcast will challenge you to take the next practical step towards your God-given purpose and potential. My name is Justin Doro. I'm a certified John Maxwell Leadership Coach and I'm also the lead pastor here at Word of Truth Ministry. With me in the studio is one of our ministry directors and co-host, Robin Aldea. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Growth Week. Today, we are continuing our conversation all about growing your influence. So on Monday, we spoke about the age of influence, how things have shifted, things have changed. We are now living in the age of influence. And yesterday, we spoke about having intentional influence. We all have influence. It may be unintentional. It may be that you don't even know the amount of influence that you carry, but you need to turn that into intentional influence so that you can know how you are impacting those around you. So as you can see, influence is the big word, the big subject for this week. And so today we are going to be covering a whole new aspect to that. So if you have not listened to Monday and Tuesday's conversation, I really want to encourage you to go back and listen to that. But as for us, we are continuing with our conversation right now. Today we are speaking all about the key to influence. So Pastor Jay, what does that mean? What is the key to influence? Hey, Robin, you know what? Everybody has been listening to this conversation on influence. And I I guess by now people are saying, so what do I really need to do to begin to influence people? And we believe that what we are going to share today is the key that unlocks influence. Mm -hmm. Understanding people is that secret key to influence. You cannot influence people if you don't understand them. After all, we're not trying to influence animals. We're trying to influence people. So we have to understand the way people think, the way people uh, work. And you know what? I've seen this, you know, if you've watched some of those psycho movies, once you understand how people think or behave, you can pretty much do anything with that idea, that knowledge that you have. And for us, we want to do this in a healthy manner, understanding really how people think and how we can utilize that to increase our influence. Definitely. And that's never to use people and to abuse people, right? Because I think, as we've said since the beginning of this conversation, you know, influence can be something that is used to do some pretty bad detrimental things. But we're saying we want us to be healthy in how we influence people. We want to make sure that the heart that we're showing is all about building people up, not breaking them down and making sure that our influence is being used for something that is good. So Pastor Jay, you said during our conversation that few things will pay you higher or bigger dividends than seeking to understand people. And obviously in our context, we're speaking about leadership here at the office. So you said almost nothing will add more to your stature as a leader than seeking to understand the people that you lead. So this is something that is really important. So how exactly do we get to do that? I've always said this from John Maxwell. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So one of the keys to 
influence in people is to really genuinely care for people. Mm. You cannot influence people if you don't care for them because at the end they will realize that you're either just trying to use them, you are manipulating them or you've got your own selfish agenda and when people discover that you lose your influence. So as an influencer, you need to be willing to go through the trouble. Like you said, nothing pays greater dividends than making the effort, the time, putting the hard work to really get to understand mm. and to connect with people. So I really believe that every person is capable of having this ability of understanding people. You just need to be intentional about it. And we're going to be giving you some practical ways of doing this a little bit later. But one of the things that I want to make clear is this, to understand people or to understand the mind of a person, you have to look at what they have achieved. What are some of the things that they're currently doing that they get excited about? That gives you a clue into how they think and how they process things. Definitely. So that's understanding the mind of a person. What are they practically doing, right? Yeah. Like what are they doing with their time? Look at what they are busy achieving right now. And then to understand the heart of a person, right? That's a lot more personal yeah. than understanding the mind because you actually look at what are their dreams? That's like good. what are the things that they're really aspiring to? What are the things that they are so passionate about? Mm. It's almost like looking at the deepest desires of their hearts. And so to understand people, we need to understand their minds. We need to understand their hearts. And I yeah. think something really important to note is that, you know, oftentimes we fail <laughs> at relationships. We fail at this because of two main things. Number one is fear, mm -hmm. right? If we have fear or if they are afraid of us, then there's going to be a natural barrier. But also fear can give us an insight to understanding people better because if we understand what they are afraid of, we can yeah. also influence them to maybe overcome that and to work on those things so that they can actually break into the next level. And the other thing that you can also try and avoid, especially as you're trying to influence people, is self-centeredness because again these are things that hinder your relationships relationships fail when we are self-centered so if you're trying to influence people and you're so focused on self self-centeredness will eventually cause people to lose trust in you that's really good so yeah the key to influence understanding people That's okay right. now that may sound like okay yeah i can understand people i can speak to them i can get to know them but what is really the key to that pastor jay because i think you know it goes a lot deeper than just having a conversation or friending them on facebook following them on yeah. instagram how do you actually get to that place of truly understanding you know it's easy to say oh you need to look at the mind of a person you need to understand their mind understand their heart but there's a lot that goes into that that's good so you can't really understand a person from afar yeah. You have to be intentional about this. You have to go into their world. And I want to emphasize, you need to go into the world of the people you're trying to understand and make a connection with them. If you cannot connect with people, you'll never really get to understand them. So it's your responsibility as a growing influencer. It's your responsibility as a leader, as a person who wants to increase in influence to go into the world of the people that you want to influence and make the connection. Don't expect the world to come to you. Don't expect people to come and make the connection with you. You need to go, deliberately go and make a connection. And we want to give you some tips. We want to give you some guidelines 
guidelines, things that you need to be aware of as you're trying to connect with people so that they can open up their minds, they can open up their hearts to you, and then you can begin to influence them. And I think one of the best ways that you can actually go into someone else's world and connect with them is by seeking to understand their background. Mm. So to do this, you actually have to deliberately step out of your own background and step into theirs. Because, you know, I think one of the things that we take for granted when we meet people is that we have the same experience we have the same background and that's actually really not true you know we all as human beings have certain things in common but it's clear that background is always different you may have two families and you may have the same amount of brothers and sisters as this other person but that doesn't mean that your background is the same so in order to really understand people to connect with them you need to understand where do they come from what was their upbringing like what was their culture you know all that kind of stuff understanding their background I cannot overemphasize that, Robin, because I remember when I left Zim and I came to South Africa, I had to learn the background of the people that I'm trying to minister to. And without an understanding of a person's background, you cannot effectively mm. influence them. So, yeah, I agree with you. And the other thing is personality. Mm. You know, I, I've, I happen to be called into this whole cross-cultural kind of ministry. And I promise you, it's important to understand personalities. It's important to understand backgrounds. If you don't understand people's personalities, you're going to clash. And you think, why aren't you getting me? I'm doing the right things. I'm Mm -hmm. saying the right things and you're not getting me. It's Mm -hmm. just because you have not made the effort to really understand a person's personality. So, you know, understanding personality almost means that you have to personalize your influence because no two people may have the exact same personality. So you have to personalize your influence, get to know the ins and the outs of the person that you're trying to influence. I really love that because in our own eyes, we have the best personality, right? It's like, oh, I understand myself. You know, I think this way, I react to this way. And we fail to see that, hey, I might be this really bubbly outgoing person, but the person that I'm trying to influence, maybe they're reserved maybe they're shy maybe they're an introvert and if I try and connect with them on the basis of my outgoing bubbly personality we're just going to miss each other so oftentimes we fail to connect with people simply because we're not willing to really look at the differences in our personality and that's actually something that we can celebrate Mm. you know often we try and connect with people based on the things that we have in common but it's also a really good and fun and adventurous way to connect with people when you say, hey, I'm willing to step into your world. I'm willing to say, hey, we are so different in these aspects. What can I learn from your personality? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so what about attitude? You know, closely related to a person's personality is their attitude. And we have got all sorts of attitudes towards different things in life. And many times we overlook these attitudes and we wonder why we are not connecting with people. You can be doing the right thing, saying the right thing, but if you are overlooking how a person's attitude towards whatever you're trying to do, you're going to struggle to connect with them. And I think attitude is something that makes us not want to connect with people, right? It actually makes us want to run away. But I mean, think about it this way. Maybe they have an attitude because of a part of them that's just broken, because of a part of them that it's like a wall that they've had to build up. I mean, how much better to connect with someone by trying to understand why they think in that way? So this may not actually be their normal temperament. It may just be a wall that they put up when they're around people or when they're in a specific environment. And so if you 
you want to influence them and you actually want to get through to them where others would be like, oh, you know, that person has an attitude, stay far away. What if you're the person that actually says, I want to seek to understand why they are that way and you break through in that manner? So good, Robin. Attitude is often because of a brokenness. You know, people have attitude because of something that have happened in their lives or maybe something that is not clear in their own thinking. And so they've developed this attitude. And the best way to connect with somebody with attitude is simply saying, why do they have that attitude? Mm -hmm. Why am I getting this attitude from them? And just your desire to get to understand why they have the attitude, you actually get to understand the person because behind the attitude is the real person. Mm -hmm. And that's how you get to understand them. Yeah, definitely. That's so good. So I think another way that you can connect with people is through understanding their giftedness or their abilities, looking at, hey, what are they achieving right now? What are they good at? What is their talent? What is their strength in, you know, just what they do? Because people love that, right? People love to talk about what they are good at. So if someone is a really talented musician and you show an interest in that area, or maybe it's an area that you have in common, that can be a really good point of connection. But even more, I think people are always a bit flattered when it's something that we're not that good at, but we say, hey, you know, wow, I really admire the way you do that. I really, I wish I could do that thing the way that you do it. That's good. And sometimes, you know, when it comes to gifting, I've realized that some of the most meaningful connections I've made with people is actually recognizing somebody's gift even when they don't fully understand Mm. or recognize it themselves. You know, I've seen some gifted people that underestimate their gifting. They do certain things and they kind of feel like, well, it's nothing. Everybody can do this. But when you look at them, you're like, no, not everybody can do what you do. And then you begin to draw out that greatness from their gifting and they will begin to open up the rest of their lives to you because you have identified something in them that is worth the effort of just really digging it out. Definitely. I love that. And then another way that you can connect with someone is through relationships. Now, Mm. what do I mean by that? This is like when you connect with someone based on a relationship they have with someone else kind of thing. You know, when I was just thinking about this, um, Pastor Jay, there's many people that I have connected with simply because I know you and Pastor Eddie. You know, I think (laughs) of um, friends that you would tell me about, like people of your youth days that you used to lead. Like I think of one connection one of your friends found me on Facebook, this lady, and she added me. And we've actually just had this connection. You know, I've okay. never met her, <laughs> but somehow, you know, we influencing each other. There is a connection simply based on the fact that, hey, I know you, they know you, they've seen me around, I've seen them around kind of thing. And we connected based on that. So there is so much power in association, right? All right. The caution is sometimes people avoid you because of who you relate to so you you may lose influence because you have chosen to associate with somebody who is notorious in Mm. a particular area and then you wonder why are people reacting or responding negatively to to me it's just because when they look at you and how closely related you are to certain people they're kind of like nah i think this guy is going to be dangerous in the long run yeah so to put it bluntly people connect with you because of who you know and connect with or they don't 
point, right? <laughs> so you need to check the people around you. If the people that you are spending most of your time with are discrediting your character, then your credibility will be eroded. People will be very hesitant to connect with you and to allow you to influence them. You know, another way I really believe we can effectively connect with people so that we can gain more influence with them is through our own sacrifices, the things that we have suffered, the losses that we have gone through, the things that, you know, those difficult moments, people want to connect with people that have learned significant things yeah. through hardship. And many times there are some people that are just going to be drawn to you because they can identify with your pain. It might not be the exact same situation, but the fact that they know that you have suffered something, you know, I've seen people who have maybe perhaps gone through, say, a divorce and they find themselves influencing people that maybe not have been divorced, but maybe they're orphans. The orphan just kind of has this understanding that you have suffered pain. Yeah. And surely I can learn something from you or you can learn something from me or we can at least understand one another. So suffering, the very things that we try and hide, you know, no one wants to go and tell the world about their suffering. But many times I've realized that your story, your sacrifice, the things that you have gone through can actually be the key to influencing others. And that's really powerful because that allows us to influence people that maybe we never would have influenced because of background or oh, yeah. personality or any of those other things. It makes me think of our church. We have a cancer support group, yeah. right? And this lady so um, who is leading this group, she herself walks through cancer and through that process. And she's now leading this group, connecting with people based on the suffering that she walks through. And who knows, maybe the people that she's impacting, that she's influencing right now, she never would have touched them. That's right. Apart from the pain that they can relate to each other in. And so that's a really powerful one. Sacrifice is so powerful. I love that story because here's the reality. I could call for a cancer support group meeting like she did and people would not respond yeah. because I'm like, no, you don't know what we're going through. Yeah. You you don't understand the pain that we have suffered. But because of her story, she can definitely make a difference in, in those people's lives. You know, Robin, I've also discovered that you can actually connect with people just through intuition. The things that you are sensing that maybe no one else is sensing and you begin to verbalize some of the things that you're sensing and you'll be amazed how many other people can identify with those things that you're sensing. So many times I've been in situations where maybe I'm just sharing my thoughts and I'm, I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I'm not quite sure about what the world is going to look like, but you know, I have a sense that this is going to happen. Then somebody is listening to me and after that conversation, they come to me and like, man, I've been sensing the exact same thing. And so just our intuition can connect us and bring us to a place where we can begin to influence one another and at least pursue greater understanding of the things that we've been feeling without a clear understanding. Definitely. And I think, you know, this also speaks a little bit into insight, right? When yeah. you have like just the sense of, hey, an insight into a situation or into a person's life, this helps to create such a special connection. And I think this is something that is maybe you have to learn it over time because intuition is like developed. It's not something that always comes naturally. Yeah. But when you connect with someone based on intuition, there's a really powerful connection that happens there right because yeah. you don't have that connection with just anyone mm. it's it's really special i like what you said because again the example that i gave is like i'm just sensing something and you're sensing something similar but i've also realized that there are some people that i just sense 
I need to get to connect with. I don't know why, I don't know, but it's just a deep sense. The other day, there's actually somebody in our community. We are always driving past this particular person. And I say to my wife, you know what? Every time I see this person, I feel like I must connect with them. And then my wife was telling the story to somebody else in our church. And that person said exactly the same thing. Every time I drive past this person, I also feel like, and I say to my wife, the next time I see that person, I'm going to stop mm. and I'm going to connect with them. I don't even know what I'm going to say to them, but I have always had a sense that I need to connect with them. And another way that you can also connect with people is through shared experiences, mm. right? So the things that you have walked through in life and this doesn't, yes, this can also relate to sacrifice some of the hard things that you have walked through in life, but sometimes you actually just connect with people based on, hey, you shared the same experience in some area of your life. Like maybe right now, you know, um, you're young couples connecting, you've just yeah. had babies, you know, that kind of thing. So the experiences that you're currently walking through helps you to connect with people around you and to influence them. Yeah, I was looking at somebody's, one of our church members' uh, Instagram, and I know that they just recently became a parent. And I saw they were posting some great insights on motherhood. And I thought, geez, how powerful is this? Somebody just went through an experience and they decided, I want to talk about it. And people were beginning to follow just because, hey, your experience is worth talking about. And mm -hmm. maybe you're wondering as you listen, what can I do to connect more with people? Use your experiences. What have you been going through of late? Start talking about that, share that with others and people will connect with you. And I always find it's so cool to connect with someone when you talk about just something that you did in your past. You know, like I went on this trip to this place and I had this experience there and then yeah. they're like, oh, wow, you know, I was there as well. And I went through this thing and you just have this special connection just based on something that you just shared. Like yeah. it's, it's really special. It really is. And so we're giving you these things just as guidelines because sometimes you feel stuck. You know, you're mm. listening to us. You're like, how am I going to increase influence? Use any of these to step out and connect with people because without the connection, you are not going to gain influence. And another way that I've connected with people in some places is just through the posture of my heart and we we call that humility you know people people love humble people you know they just like they check your heart and they connect with you just because you're not arrogant you're not mm. proud you're not full of yourself you're not just talking about just you just being humble like there are some people that will be drawn to you just because they know you should be up there talking or making yourself look like the most important person, but because you chose to be average, to be like everybody else, they will be drawn to that. Yeah, I think we, we naturally tend to run away from people who appear to be super prideful. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm also a bit repelled by people who have false humility. Oh, yeah. Because I think there's this whole thing, especially in Christian circles, where we feel like, oh, we can't accept a compliment. Or, you know, if, if someone tells us that we're really good at something, we're like, like, oh, you know, we glory, we, to, glory God. to God kind of thing. <laughs> and that can really come off as false humility. So I think sure. that's also something just to guard against. Hey, to be humble doesn't mean that you can't see the gifting that's within you or oh, the yeah. things that people recognize in you. Sometimes it is humility to just say, wow, thank you so much. That's and cool. just to take that and people connect with you when they can see that, hey, you are confident 
but not full of pride. You have humility. In most cases, Robin, humility is not in what we say. And yeah. the mistake we make is like, oh, I'm going to say uh, this is not important. I'm going to downplay my gifting. I'm going to, you know, kind of divert the compliment. It's not in what you say. It's a posture of your heart. And people sense that when you're really humble, people are drawn to your humility and they would love to connect mm. with you. And then another way is relevance. So mm. sometimes... Oh man, this is something that I think especially Christians need to learn is like what is relevant for the moment, what is relevant, especially in conversations, because sometimes we erode influence or credibility simply because we say and we do things that are not relevant mm. and you know so this requires us just to be aware of the conversation that's happening around us of the environment that we're in all that kind of stuff that doesn't mean that obviously we know this we don't submit to things that are ungodly and all that kind of stuff but you have to be just aware of hey what is relevant for this moment right now maybe it may not be the opportunity for you to go off speaking about a specific thing you know like <laughs> if it doesn't call for that in that moment that's right relevance is what increases your influence why are you doing what you're doing mm. is it called for and many times if it's not in its time it's, it's that whole aspect of time and chance if you miss something and you do something great out of time no one is going to follow you. But at the right time, that thing is going to catalyze, you know, a great following and increase or multiply your influence. Then, yeah, I think um, for me, one of the main aspects of uh, connecting with people and increasing your influence will be your convictions. People will connect with you based on your passion. You know, when you're convicted about something, when you really, really believe in something, it's going to come out with so much passion. And I'm yet to see people that follow people who don't have passion. Mm. It's like you have to make me want to follow you because of the way you are passionate about mm. the things that you do. I've, I've met people that when they are not operating within their gifting or something like that, they're just like kind of average people. But when they are doing what they believe they're called to do, they come alive and you're like, wow, I want to follow them. Why? Because passion and conviction causes people to attach themselves to mm. you. And I think for me, conviction really attracts me to people. Yeah. You know, if someone is really passionate and they are willing to stand up for what they believe in, that is such an attractive quality. And I always say people who don't have conviction are like jellyfish. They're spineless, you know. I don't want to be influenced by someone who doesn't know what they stand for and who doesn't have strong convictions. So for me, this is quite a big one. Personally, I'm serious about, hey, what are your convictions? Like, yeah. you know, if injustice arises in a certain area, what are you going to say about that? That's you know, and I'm not saying that we should all die on every mountain. You know, we've we've spoken about this before. Like you need to know what is that one thing that you're willing to to die for. But conviction, especially in today's day and age, you need to show conviction. Yeah. You can't just stay in the background, stay silent about certain things that are happening in the world. So for me personally, that is one thing that'll um, help me to connect with someone and for them to influence me. And, and that's a good thing. And it goes back to what we said mm -hmm. yesterday, Robin, about making sure that you've got clear values yeah. because your convictions are going to come out of your beliefs and your values. If you don't have strong, clear values, you're not going to have strong convictions on anything. So again, we want to emphasize you need to be clear on these things so that you can stand for something and people can actually know that, hey, we're following a person that should the need arise, they will stand 
for what matters. Mm, I love that. Well, Pastor Jay, we've come to the end of this conversation. It has been all about the key to influence, which is understanding people. And we understand people by connecting with them. So we want to challenge our podcast listeners to take some of the things that we have spoken about today and to just start applying them one at a time. Just see, hey, how can I connect with this person by just sharing about background, by sharing humility, that kind of thing. And you'll quickly start to see that your influence will start to increase a lot more. You know, one of the practical things that I did ask, and I know we're going to kind of touch on this towards the end of the week but i want to say even now the things that we have been sharing take one practice it take one like i'm gonna just share my story with somebody today don't wait for tomorrow again growth starts the moment you decide to do something say today i'm gonna look for somebody and i'm just gonna share my story and see what happens definitely well tomorrow we'll be continuing this conversation all about growing your influence so make sure you don't miss it hit that subscribe button share this with someone and until then let's keep growing Growing.